0: to episode two of Two Geeks Talk Movies, the podcast of all things geek to some eek. That's a terrible catch line. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, uh, we have one of my picks, God help me, Darkness Falls, the killer tooth fairy movie that doesn't stick to its own fucking well rules. Hmm. I am John, your host, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Joe. Hey. Hey there. Before we dive into the darkness, it is Darkness Falls. God. Did you watch the um, documentary on a DVD about Matilda Dixon?
1: No, because I watched it online.
0: Oh, right. Okay. There's a small, I think it's 15, 20 minute quote documentary. It clearly isn't actors, but secretly are actors. Um, (laughs) Claiming that Matilda Dixon is a real person and this thing happened to her in 1870-odds, or 80-odds, blah, 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 and that's crap. And it's like, Oh, God it's so bloody well bad and it's like a waste of 20 minutes uh however i did look up where it's based it's based in port fairy in south australia it's mm-hmm. a real place yeah i know so the rest of it's other bullshit about the, whole, the woman oh she was on a, a kindly old spinster woman and she was uh giving children uh what was it giving children candy for teeth and all that stuff and she was no, set alight no, and
1: she was giving them gold coins, which no one thought was strange, you know.
0: Mm. Well, in a, in, a, in a movie, but in this so-called quote legend, she's oh. giving them like sweeties and such, and she was taking her teeth for reasons. Why she wants teeth? Who knows? <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then she was like, two kids went missing, and this malarkey, blah 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 blah. Then she was, her house got raided. She got dragged out of the the house oh she's set fire too dragged it of the house da 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 hugging us but anyway moving on so let's talk about the rules shall we the four simple rules which this movie completely ignores number one the tooth fairy can only come for you once you've finally lost your final baby tooth yet it breaks that rule immediately
1: mm.
0: <laughs> you know because kyle's mother gets killed by a tooth fairy she doesn't have any baby teeth care number two she can only kill you once you've seen her again. That rule's broken almost immediately because the tooth three kills the mother right off the bat. And
1: yeah, I didn't see
0: her. Yeah. Rule number three, she's invisible to everybody but the person that lost their last baby tooth again. That's broken straight off the bat. Their mother is killed. Yeah. So, okay. And it's, it's broken multiple times throughout the movie. Most notoriously in the police station. So... What's the point of having these rules? And the fourth rule, lights kill her. Yet she's bathed in light throughout this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, oh my god, did you, did you pick up any other rules now? Nah?
1: Did I? I never picked up any other one, not that they were that were meant to keep her away. they, they broke.
0: Okay then. Okay. So let's talk mental illness. In this movie, it's shown as stated that Kyle is schizophrenic, but it's played for a laugh, a tee giggle. Really? You've got to take a, a serious subject such as mental health and schizophrenia and have a laugh at it. Mm. Bad taste.
1: Eh, hey, very.
0: Uh, also, there's a deleted subplot in which it shows the little boy Michael has slashed his wrist with a straight razor. Uh, he's nine-year-old. You've got a suicidal nine-year-old. Would that even work?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's so that nine-year-old. So the you know there have been cases, especially because mental health il- illness can happen to children as well as adults. So all
0: right, all right. I thought schizophrenia was more of an adult disease than a child disease. You know, so eh, oh well.
1: I'm not
0: Pre- sure. me, <laughs> Pre- me wrong. Oh yes, I listened to the doctor's commentary and I learned a few things, such as. Jonathan Lieber, uh, oh, I can't the fucking name Liebersman, the director, was inexperienced, ill-equipped and hadn't got a clue how to direct a movie. He was straight out of fucking film school, for Christ's sake. Well,
1: that wasn't obvious throughout the movie. Mm.
0: The script was rewritten multiple times on multiple occasions on the set. Mm. So that explains why there's plot holes galore in this fucking movie.
1: Yeah, yeah I read briefly... Um... That one of the things they were meant to do was we weren't ever meant to see Matilda like form a face or even a mm-hmm. mask until the very end. Yes, but, you know, we see it within the first five minutes of the movie.
0: Yeah, it's a fucking joke. Well, also, apparently, um, there was a full on suit designed with like these angel wings, sort of, and um, but they were tattered robes and such. But that suit was this was destroyed in order for the cheap robotic one that's shown at the end of the movie. So, hmm. let me see now here. Oh, yeah, there was six weeks of reshoots six months after the film wrapped. What? Yeah, exactly. I'll explain later about that one. Um, And he wasted so much money and so much time setting up useless shots. That he ran out of money and ran out of time. It was ridiculous. Why hire this 20-something-year-old frat boy as a director if he hasn't got a clue what he's doing?
1: i mean jesus yeah.
0: christ we also had a male lead suffering from night terrors in real life and died in real life four years after us came out yeah
1: he died in his sleep
0: yeah died in his sleep yeah yeah yeah, boy,
1: sleep. yeah i was gonna say that his dad to this day died of sleep sleep
0: there yeah yeah we've got a small boy lead uh who was fed cookies in order to act seriously they out, yeah, they fed up with boy cookies in order to get them to act. I'm like, you've got to be fucking shitting me. And we have a production out of control because it's obvious. I mean, they wasted, what was it, $11 million, $12 million, What the fuck the budget dressing was. It was ridiculous.
1: You're joking.
0: No, no, I'm not joking at all. I mean, if you it look.
1: It looks like they made it on like $200,000 have development. <laughs>
0: yeah 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 so let's dive into the darkness with don't peek no no wait 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 wait. that's wrong the tooth fairy no that's not a error fear of the dark not quite right the tooth fairy goes to matilda dixon no that's not no, we'll right again wait 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 wait. one more time i've got this thing got this thing the tooth fairy every legend has a dark side no nope, that's not it no darkness falls Finally, they picked Darkness Falls after five fucking titles. Jesus Bloody Christ.
1: Hell. I mean, uh, I, I've tried to write short stories and plays myself, and the first thing I always think is the title. I never, I never change it five times, though. Mm.
0: Yeah, because the, 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 uh, Jonathan Liebesman says that he had this thing under Don't Peek, which is why the uh, young Caitlin says to young Kyle, Don't peek when she sees the tooth fairy. So. Mm. So let's just dive into this one. With this $11 million budget, this thing pulled in at 47.4 million.
1: Why? I was gonna ask.
0: There was a sequel planned, but never came out. And this oh, thing good. sat, yeah, this thing sat in a shell for two years. I mean, Jesus Christ.
1: Personally, I think they should have left it there. Mm.
0: The cast: Emma Caulfield, what are you doing here, love? <laughs> Cheney Casey, Claysey, how is his fucking name? Lee yeah. Comey. Grant, Pira, and Angus Simpson. Samson, sorry. The director, Jonathan Leosman, who bought us such great movies as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Michael Bay one, and Battle Los Angeles. A great shitty movie there. I mean, (laughs) oh, God. The plot. Over 150 years ago, a sweet old spinster was giving children gifts for their teeth. Why? Who knows? Who cares?
1: Not creepy at all.
0: Hmm. After a fire one night in her home, the old woman, Matilda Dixon, was badly burned and had to wear a mask to hide her hideous face and protect her, what was it, sun burned skin or something like that Yeah, she couldn't
1: be in the lake and it burned
0: her. Mm, Something like I mean. However, she kept the gift tradition going until one day twin boys went missing and Matilda was to blame. She was hunted down, drug out of her home and hung at dawn as the sun burst into flames. Now, she's the evil spirit out to kill all who see her. Most notably, children who lose their final baby tooth. One night, 12-year-old Kyle sees the tooth fairy kill his mother and is carted away for her murder. 12 years later, he returns to his hometown to save his friend's brother? Son? We'll talk about that one. From the vengeful spirit, can they survive the night or will they lose more than just their teeth? So... There's a plot summary for you. <laughs> mm.
1: Makes it sound more interesting than it actually was.
0: Yeah, this, this movie's a joke. I love the fact, right, the one thing that pissed me off about this director's commentary, right at the very end, after the five frat bros bitched and moaned each other and took the piss out of each other constantly, the turn around and says, that's a wrap, folks. There's 11 minutes of credits because we run out of of money and and time to, to film what was left, so we had to stretch these credits out. Yeah, really? It-
1: just so it was long enough to be
0: released, yeah. it's Yeah. I mean, you had.
1: They must have been adding <laughs> in the cleaner.
0: Yeah, they must have been, yeah, it was a fucking joke. But they had $11 million. What the fuck did they do with this money? Because it wasn't on the fucking CGI. No. <laughs> it wasn't on the actors. You know. but the- I mean, so let's talk about the misleading tagline. An eye for an eye, a tooth for your life. No one loses an eye. No, one it's his teeth, a tooth runner. No. Nope. And that's something that pisses me off. The tooth fairy. Surely the fuck her thing would, would be to take the their victim's teeth, you know, once yeah. she's killed. But no. And this was filmed in Australia. Why I set it there instead of setting it in Maine, United States? Mm. Why it's set in Australia? You have the cast is mostly Australians. Hence why the little boy's accent slips continually. I mean, the little lead boy. Um, Michael, his yeah. accent slips continually, for fuck's sake. And the bloated opening, which is more padding than a drag queen's ass, was added last minute by the producers. totally unaware was John Jonathan Liebesman. He had this whole setup originally where uh, young Kyle told the story of the tooth fairy and the bully, school bully, mocked him. So there was a fight and uh, Kyle stabs the bully in the back with something and that's why when you, you're first introduced to Kyle, he pulls his tooth out in the toilet. Ah,
1: that's why, right. yeah. I was thinking that's a weird opening. I mm. was thinking that that opening is <clears throat> gross, but one thing that freaks me out the most is saliva and saliva with blood in it and people pulling their teeth out. That's just no.
0: Yeah, I have to say about that, that blood was well too sticky. When you've seen blood, it's that sticky. It pulls out and it stretches it I'm like,
1: what the fuck? No, no.
0: Ridiculous. Uh, so like I said, so we're introduced to young 12-year-old Kyle, played by Joshua Anderson, who was five two when the opening was shot, but due to reach shoot six, six months later, he grew to six feet two. <laughs> Hence why he doesn't look right in the bathtub and... When he's trying to hug his mother, he's actually bending over, so she she's taller than he is because he's six feet.
1: Tall. <laughs> Bloody <laughs>
0: fucking joke.
1: She hadn't thought that through,
0: had they? No, but he hadn't. And also, I love the fact that he pulls out his tooth in school, yet it's still bleeding that night. How long does it bleed for? I mean, and
1: they do say any more than four hours, see a doctor. Yes,
0: yeah. yes, yes. So I anyway, mean, that night, his mother tucks him in. Uh, his BFF Caitlin, played by Emily Browning, she's back! She is! (laughs) Sticks into his bedroom, Dawson's Creek style, to steal a kiss and ask him to the school dance. Okay then. And if you'd notice Joshua Anderson's height throughout this opening, but he goes from fairly short uh, tween to large teenager, because in the mirror, he looks gigantic. (laughs) Yeah,
1: they've not done anything at all on the editing to try and. Conceal the height difference it yeah. sticks out like a sore thumb.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's just ridiculous. I love the fact she just jumps into his bedroom. What if he was getting changed? You know, I mean, really, love, you're just going to jump I in. Mean,
1: the... Considering how brazen she was about finishing his sentence before he could even ask her to the, 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 the Dan, yeah, not the dance. Yeah, That's true. That's she really just true. walks in, I like, you know, whether you've got your clothes on or not, I'm coming in.
0: I love the fact that um he picks up his underwear, puts it in a drawer. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's like, oh God, really? That's bad. Anyway, um, so his mother dies because she somehow gets to see the Tooth Fairy, even though it's stated the tooth, you can can't see the Tooth Fairy unless you lose your final baby tooth. So they fucked up the, the rosary of the bat. Mm. I
1: think and, somewhere, though, that uh, once you see the Tooth Fairy mm-hmm. and she, she sees that you've seen her, um, she sets her eye on killing you, and anyone that stands stand between you and her will go first. So maybe that's why when the mother went look, there's nothing to worry about and walked straight down, she killed the mother because she was her obstacle to.
0: Okay. 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 Anyway, I love the little uh, uh, Port Fairy flag in Kyle's bedroom, which is a nod to Port Fairy and Oz. Australia. Mm. so there we are so much later at night the tooth fairy comes for kyle's last baby tooth she can only use the shadows and darkness and everything she touches turns to rust or rot I don't know if you caught that um towards the middle well the end of the movie when kyle adult kyle was trying to sneak past the the pipes with the one light the emergency light in the hospital the pipes turn to rust
1: yeah I know. and he's
0: so I uh, I loved the, the scare she has as she pulls back Kyle's sheets and goes boo his face I just loved that I mean
1: can I just say I screamed so loud when that happened <laughs> and but I'm pretty sure a little bit of weak mouth, but we won't tell anyone that <laughs> but yeah. oh I hurt the roof that was that was hilarious and terrifying at the same time. Mm, yeah,
0: yeah 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 i mean i remember seeing it in a cinema back in 2003 2004 and the audience jumped to that bit and i could not move for laughing that was just hilarious anyway so the noises that matilda makes is actually old woman dying in her bed which is actually slowed down or sped up depending on how needed it oh, so that wheezing crying stuff is actually a woman dying in her bed
1: yeah i read that and i thought that really
0: sad yeah that's really sick i mean
1: mm. that's really sick as well when you hear it back you go oh my goodness that's that's more horrifying than what it meant to be
0: yeah yeah it's a bloody it joke is. i mean
1: it, it is
0: it's just oh. so on to the death of kyle's mother She just lifted off into darkness leaving kyle all alone in a huge fucking huge brightly lit bathroom by the way this house is fucking gigantic for a single mother and her son
1: it is i mean Jesus i mean
0: the corridor must be what, about fucking 10 foot, 15 foot long. It's like, how long's this this corridor? <laughs> I mean, God almighty. Uh, another little nod to Cycle as he gets into the bathtub and pulls the shower curtain down.
1: Yep, and yeah, but they just bought the continuity mistake. He kept moving position in that bath. One minute he was right over the corner, the next minute he was just peeking out behind the curtain, and I'm mm. like,
0: i mm, Although, and so that to be fair that is a standard bathtub that's a five foot eight bathtub and he's six feet two to have to squish into it so mm-hmm. eh. although i did i did love the shot where he's in the bath with the shower cutting covering half his face and matilda's up in the rafters trying to get into the into the bath the
1: I, bathroom uh, i, I thought, love that so, i thought visually that was really good and well done i liked it i liked yeah. that
0: tip. yeah 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 uh, like I say, so the psycho nod is one of many, many, many nods to many other fucking movies. I'll point them out as we go along. Uh, so the next day, Kyle's taken away for the murder of his mother with some serious scratches on his face and neck, which disappear. You know, did you catch that, now? I did catch it. The, the, yep. and you
1: yeah. Did you think, God, oh, did he heal very quickly or...
0: Uh, other facts, they brought it up in the commentary and they went, oh, it was a mistake. It was edited out by CGI. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, dear God. So 12 years later, Caitlin is now 24 and played by Emma Caulfield of, uh, of Buffy fame. What is she doing here? Seriously, she was in her, her, the height of Buffy. What the fuck? She's in a cheapy slasher in Australia? Was it a free for six weeks? i mean, crying out loud. I,
1: I was going to say, were they, were they on a filming break from Buffy?
0: Mm, yeah, it's a joke. She's at a psychiatric hospital with her little brother's son. Is it brother or son?
1: Because She said brother. And yeah. then when Kyle's lawyer brother comes in, um, he makes it out I have that little boy's her son. And, mm. you, watch, and you go, well, pick one. Is that her son or her brother?
0: Yeah, it must be one of the many, many, many rewrites on a fucking set, so. Hmm. Uh, where was I now? Da, 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 da. Little Brother Michael, played by Lee Cormie, who the boosters fed cookies in order to get a good performance out of him, because apparently he was hyperactive on his set and he was disrupting Emma Caulfield's um, getting into the zone technique stuff, so they feed him cookies to shut him up. <laughs> so, like, sit, there, sit there,
1: eat this, shut up, and do as you're told, you won't get more.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a bloody joke. What well, happened to
1: just firing them and
0: getting someone who would do the job? Yes, if somebody can actually do a bloody American accent, for fuck's sake. I mean, well, Jesus Well, yes. I love the fact she's told by the doctors that he's afraid of the dark and he'd sleep, but otherwise that, he's fine. Really? Mm. He's nine. He sees a fucking black shadowy figure chasing around the place with a white porcelain fucking mask. That's not fine. No. <laughs> that sounds like schizophrenia, for <laughs> crying out loud. <clears throat> um... I love the nod to Nightmare Elm Street of the scratches on Michael's arm. Did you catch that? I did,
1: I did. Yeah.
0: So, so she now attacks in your sleep. So she's Freddy now. Okay.
1: It could be one of the many times she try, she tried to grab hold of him before she's be. been bumped by the light.
0: It could be. It could be. And I thought she could only attack you once she was your baby teeth. He's nine. He should still have baby teeth, you know. Mm. I mean, I've got one baby tooth. In my, in my adult mouse, so uh, it just didn't fall out, so hmm, there we have that one.
1: You better watch for when it
0: does. <laughs> yeah. Don't 40 years and it's still not part out. <laughs> so. And I love this stock footage of Las Vegas uh, showing us the Bug That's Insane adult Kyle, played by Cheney Clegg? Clegg? How do I pronounce his fucking name?
1: It's... Well, We'll go with that, because I couldn't pronounce it either.
0: Yeah, yeah, because they say his name is Clegg on the director's commentary, and one says it's Clegg, and one says, no, 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 it's Clee, so which is it? (laughs) I
1: think it depends on the accent you're using, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, well, that's true. Other fact, he's chewing down pills and carrying bags full of flashlights or torches, and...
1: Did you notice, though, one of the pill boxes said... Take every four hours for depression. I was like, "What med? What? What? require <laughs> require you to take them every four hours, like painkiller."
0: Yes, yeah, so it's said, "What a bloody joke." I mean, so he. I might love the fact how he has on his on a big gigantic wall with this pure white bedroom, pure white room with dozens of lights. He's got like a whole wall floor to ceiling with pictures of of the Tooth Fairy all hand drawn by him. I'm going. Yeah, you're perfect, fine, mate. You're well and truly stable. fuck's
1: sake. Yeah, exactly. You should be allowed out. But do you think in the the brief um we we seen that he saw her when he was younger, he shot. He saw her for long enough to remember what she looked like to go through a memory.
0: Well, I'm guessing it's supposed to be he's he's seen her throughout his kid life, okay, adult yeah, life. Good yeah,
1: good point. Okay.
0: Because uh, at one point, the chief of police says oh you were in you were in um foster homes for nine years and then you were in no sorry you were in foster care for six months and then you were adopted and then you were put in a psych ward for nine years so which was it was yeah. he in nine nine years in foster care six months in foster care or nine years and in, in a psych just give a psych ward i mean oh i don't know i don't know at all this this movie is a fucking joke to be honest and he must go through a fortune and batteries and electricity you know.
1: Yeah, I'm not the bill.
0: Yeah, he never ever sleeps without the light on. That must be a fucking fortune.
1: Yeah, he, yeah, uh, and then when he gets out of jail and they say they're keeping his torchy, he goes, mm-hmm. "What's easily? I mean, if we're taking it by today, it cut um rates. I could easily be pushing a hundred quid worth of torture and battery.
0: Oh, good God, yeah, that must be. No, must be a couple of thousand because he's. Got, Big, gigantic Ooh. survival torches there. Fucking fortunate big ones.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway, Caitlin calls him out of the blue to ask for help, as you do. When I mean, you haven't to talked to this guy in over a decade, let's call him up.
1: <laughs> yeah, he all know she,
0: what's going on. Yeah, she asks him, how'd you go over killing your mother? Really, love? You've just got to blatantly ask him out, blurt it out. How'd you go over yeah. killing your mother? Really? God. And apparently, this this opening is shot six months apart as a mixture of, of three different phone calls. One in which he slams a phone down on her because all, she hear, all he hears is the the two fairies screaming, right? Another one where he's rude to to Caitlin and asks, "Where did you find me? Because I was adopted and I changed my name and this and that next thing da da, da 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 I've been to nine different foster homes and such da 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 da. How did you find me? And then the the last one. Is um, she says, Help my brother's son because he stopped by the tooth fairy. Could you help? And that's all blended together, all, three all blended together.
1: Wow. So, that's the best it could come up with.
0: Yeah, that's the best it can come up with. it's mean, a bloody joke. So, cut two helicopter shots off Port Ferry in Australia with the weirdest hospital I've seen. I mean, yeah. I guess it's a psych ward, but why is it five, six fucking stories high? jesus christ um,
1: um why does it resemble an early an early an 20th century asylum yes exactly
0: i mean, yeah 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 and this movie should have been called hallways and dim lit dim lights Ladder. because everything is long hallways and dim as fuck lights it's like what the fuck what is going on here i mean mm.
1: yeah the first time i put it on i thought Do you have got the brightness really down mm. and i was like oh no i'm not it's that okay
0: I mean, did they spend money on lights in this set at all? There's maybe, like, what, about half a dozen lights in this fucking whole thing? It's like, really? And everything's maybe run by that, generators.
1: Maybe that's what they had to sacrifice when they blew their budget.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, it must have been some fucking joke. Where was I now? So Kyle shows up and one short conversation with young Mike and, boom, they're besties! Uh, is that how that one works? Do kids who trauma, traumatise... Uh, become friends with an adult within seconds. I
1: really, you know? hope, I really hope not because that's not a healthy attitude to have, is it? <laughs> no. I'm traumatized. No. i don't. I've not slept in years probably but you know what? They're a strange man who I, I'm i just going to assume has seen her too. So, mm. yeah. bye bye.
0: Yeah, that's a bloody
1: joke.
0: Mm. Although, did you catch the nod to the sixth sense?
1: Yes, when he... Really?
0: When Yeah, when Kyle first walks into the room, he's hiding uh, beside the bed and there's a fliction of yes. the little boy. So that's, mm. par- that's a not to the sixth sense. So.
1: Mm.
0: Also, did you pick up the fact that both Kyle and Mike are supposed to hear the light fading uh, as Kyle fixes the flickering light? It's stated in the director's commentary that it's supposed to be when the tooth fairy is next to you, the lights, the lights start the to light flicker.
1: flicker. Yeah, I picked that up that they can both yeah.
0: So next time you get a flickering right, there's a face behind you!
1: Thanks, <laughs> thanks a lot, John. I have got, I need to see my dentist when it's safe enough. Thanks. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem. No problem. No. Although, is it me? Is that little boy creepy as fuck? I mean.
1: He is. I mean, he's almost creepier than Matilda.
0: Oh, yes, yes. He's got that pale, thin, drawn in face. And he's got the steady, beady little eyes. I'm going, okay, you're creepier than the fucking, the two the, the <laughs> Yeah,
1: you're, you're creepier than the thing trying to kill you, yeah. The first time, I mean, <clears throat> especially that shot when you see him and he's looking at Kyle through the reflection and you think, well then, that's just not creepy at all, you know? Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what did you, I was expecting him to go, I see dead people, you know? It's like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Obviously, uh, so Kate and Kyle reconnect. She shows uh, him Mike's drawings, and boom, he knows the Tooth Fairy's after him because of one picture, really, one slightly creepy picture, and instantly Kyle knows Mike's stalked by the Tooth Fairy.
1: I think it's called the the drawings that Michael meant to have drawn. They they resemble mode they resemble just in the color shoes, black and white. Yeah. The ones that we see in Kyle House.
0: Yeah, and yeah. Then it
1: kind mean, of go for that can only be one thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's a, that's a it
1: could have been trying to draw Phantom of the Opera, but you know, just jump to your own conclusion and think it's Matilda, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could have watched Bloody Scream or something, you know, or Friday exactly. the Thirteenth or something like that, but no, 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 it's Matilda. I, I'm I'm in this thing altogether.
1: Sorry, it could have no, sneaked, yeah. a, it sneaked
0: a, a look at Hall- <laughs> Halloween when they were watching, you know? Exactly, yeah, 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 it's a bloody joke. So up walks Caitlin's boyfriend, husband's ex-husband, who the fuck is this guy, is, Larry, played by Grant Perl, Perl, per- 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 sorry. The two upwardly connect at a bar because of course you haven't seen a guy in 12 years, so why not get him drunk? Yay! I mean... Oh, Isn't
1: that his it's... brother? Because didn't he say his name was Larry
0: Walsh and Kyle's son name was Walsh? No, the, he's the little boy that's in the start of the movie uh, when Kyle gets carted away in a car up walks
1: ah.
0: geek and that's meant yeah, to be him. Yeah. Wow,
1: okay. All just... the fact... Oh, sorry. Sorry, I was just... Saying, it's just that I'm sure they said that the same son name and I was like, he was in that How Hello, when his mother got murdered.
0: Mm, yeah, true, true. I love the fact how he's a, he's now an attorney. Just for that. <laughs> Just drops the fact. Oh, I'm a attorney now. Isn't that yeah. nice? And he goes, so what are you doing, Kyle? Oh, I'm a game designer. But yet he tells the the cop that he works in Vegas as a slot machine. I'm like a uh, maintenance type person. I'm like,
1: which is... Well a, no.
0: Yeah, I mean, hmm. uh, where was I now? Da, 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 da. So in said bar, Kyle bumps into old school bully, Ray, played by Angus Simpson. Sorry, Samson, of Insidious Fame. He is Tucker from Specs and Tucker.
1: Ah, that one well, I recognise. Yes.
0: Ah, yeah. okay. Um, as I say, there's lines cut where the guy next to him was supposed to be the other bully and he goes why isn't that Kyle Walsh and he goes yeah yeah he stabbed me in the back no literally he stabbed me in the back and mm-hmm. he's supposed to have a stab wound on his back but they cut that out so mm. mm-hmm. so he just acts like a bullying douche and pours beer over his jacket which disappears the beer stain just disappears
1: I'd love a jacket like that it's instantly dry
0: yeah instantly dry god almighty and I love how over light beers as you can tell it's Australian mm. and also teeny little pint glasses Australia Larry tells Kyle to back off Caitlin. She is his, even though she clearly is not interested in him. Also, how do you go over his mother's death slash killing her? That's twice now. They've asked outright to say. You got over the fact your mother's dead? Did you kill her? I'm like, you insensitive bastard, son I mean.
1: Yeah, like, you know, a little bit more sensitivity when you try to, you trying to find out if someone did it or not. Yeah, it's a
0: fucking joke. You, you've not seen this person and... Twelve years. And that's the first thing you say to him. Are you for your mother's death yet? Really? Oh fucking hell! There I was, I knew. No. So, so Ray picks a fight with Kyle outside, and boom! within seconds, Ray is killed by the Tooth Fairy, and he's pulled off in the woods. as not to aliens apparently.
1: Ah, okay.
0: So when he gets dragged up to the up to tree line, that's supposed to be alien, but is that more of a predator thing? Moving on. Uh. So within minutes, there's a search party out for Ray. The fuck, I thought you had to wait 24 hours before you.
1: Well, I think they, they organized that quickly,
0: didn't they? Mm. And Larry is helping out Officer Matt, played by Sylvan Stapleton, as you hunt for Ray. As you hear him scream in the distance, then his dead body falls from a tree. So they think this short arse Kyle guy who's five foot five. Could not only kick Ray's ass, who's six feet three, but I could hump that fat get up the fucking tree line and then lob him a good ten feet down uh, on top of the, the geeky lawyer. Really?
1: I mean, I suppose they, they must just think, well, they clearly get schizophrenia, although I don't think you'd be on antipsychotic for schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. I must if my friend who is actually schizophrenic. Um, okay. But, um, they must automatically assume he's got superhuman strength as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a fucking job I'm going. There's no chance to help that little five foot five guy could pick, pick this gigantic fucking six, six foot three guy off his feet, let alone fucking about a hundred feet above a fucking tree. It's a joke, I mean.
1: No, that'd be like me <sighs> lifting you over my head and climbing up a tree with you.
0: Exactly, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, I'm like, I I, I barely reach five foot. There's no way in hell I would manage it. hmm
0: yeah, it's a fucking joke, I mean. So anyway, cut to Caitlin reading the fairy book How to Kill the Tooth Fairy, which is important for later. Apparently that was added much, much later into production.
1: They, um, they, they thought, oh, no... We haven't given them a way to kill her. Let's just make a yeah. little book on fable.
0: And apparently that book was specially designed by some artist, which cost an unnamed amount of money. I'm guessing million dollars.
1: I was going to say <laughs>
0: I mean, Jesus Christ, because what the fuck's this budget spent on exactly? I mean,
1: that book,
0: and those lights. Yeah, all the lights, yeah, yeah, fair enough. But there's no little to no special effects. There's a Stan Winston robot dummy, which can cost that much money. Mm-mm. And that's it, unless, of course, the reshoots cost money time and time and time again, but I don't yeah, know.
1: In the book, cause you'd have to pay
0: the
1: actor. Mm. So.
0: so Kyle returns to visit Kate. Luckily, she's a nurse and can pick gravel out of his head. So, when's she a nurse?
1: Yep, it never one said that she's got any medical training until she's like, I'm just going to pull gravel
0: out of your head. Yeah, I love the fact that it's a hospital, yet he goes to this girl he knew when he was 12. And she's like, oh, you've got gravel in your head, I'll pull it out one at a time. Mm. Yeah, he doesn't react at all to her pulling out chunks of gravel.
1: Yeah. right moving on Maybe at once at the very end i mean if you've ever had anything embedded in your skin even if it's not broken the skin coming out you're like oh not mm. i'll wait till you're done I'll once yes yeah, so,
0: oh my god this guy can act for shit to be honest she tells uh she she tells him rather Oh, sorry. He tells her rather not to let the doctors test on Mike because they did all good. He was tested for nine years solid, and he was in a mental institute for nine years. But didn't he say he was adopted six months after his mother's death?
1: Yeah. So
0: what's going on here with that one?
1: I'm guessing that he had a They forgot to fill in the blank for us, so it makes sense. But yeah, they must have... They have to try and interpret it, that. Then it, ter- it must be. He was adopted for six months after his mother's death. And then during that time, it must have been some sort of inquiry into his mother's death. And then they came to the conclusion it was them. So then they've locked him up in an institution for... Mm. For years. Yeah, for years, because they never seem to make up their mind exactly on just how many Mm. years it is. That's the only way you can fill in the blank for that to make sense.
0: I mean, all of the facts... There's one drop line where one of the cops say to the, uh, to the social worker, uh, this is Kyle Walsh. He has no next of kin. He doesn't have a grandmother. He doesn't have a grandfather. He doesn't have... What uh, would be his father? Other what be his father's grandparents? I mean, what about an uncle?
1: Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so right. I was going to say, but were
0: both parents, you know, all the yeah. child? I mean, moving on. So two cops of nowhere to rest, Kyle. And cut to the police station and here we meet Captain Henry, played by John Stanton, Matt's father. Ooh, nepotism. Mm. He shows Kyle all his drugs and then calls him a psycho. Or well, you gave it away, you know. Was <laughs> it a bag full of fucking torches or a bag full of drugs, which was various mixtures of drugs made him go fucking do Or the fact he's got a... Was it a, a, what was it, a psych file, longer than my arm, he says to me at one point.
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah, then. He, said he, he got a, a file from the psych world that was, ten, I, I quote, 10 foot long. I was like, that's some hell of a file. <laughs>
0: yeah, some fucking file, that. All of this one, it's supposed to be Christmas Day, yet there's not one Christmas decoration or anyone wearing a jumper or even one snowflake. No. It's fucking main. There'd be at least fucking four foot of snow, for crying out loud. Not one person is going, oh, it's cold. Why is that? Because it's filmed in Australia, and it's fucking hot in December in Australia, for crying out loud. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Mm. So the captain throws them in the one teeny little jail cell. This huge station has one jail cell. <laughs> you know, what? what was going on there, you know?
1: I take it they couldn't afford to build a proper um, cell block.
0: Yeah, a proper set. So they just put one jail cell in the middle of the office, mind. Right in the middle of the office, I'm like, "What are you doing this?"
1: Do you know? It, it reminded me of that that bit with the cell in the uh, in the office. Obviously, we we both played Red Dead Redemption. See the see the jail to use in you know, 18th this 18th early 19th century when mm-hmm. it was just. One, you walked in and it was one cell, 'cause one one jail only held like two prisoners at a time. Yeah. That it I was be. like, oh come on.
0: Or it could be a unsubtle nod to *Silence of the Lambs* when Hannibal Lecter was in that little jail cell in the the art gallery. You know, oh,
1: yeah, it could yeah. be that. But... Yeah, no, I'm not saying it was a nod to Red Dead, I'm just saying it reminded me of Oh, right,
0: right, okay then, okay then, okay then.
1: But it could be actually a nod to Silence of the Lambs,
0: mm.
1: would make more mm. no sense.
0: Which you must cover soon, actually, because it's, it's mm. a fantastic movie. Plus it's, what, that movie. 30 years old this year, isn't it, yeah?
1: <gasps> we must do it for 30 years. <laughs> that, that That's quite depressing that I'm only a couple of years older than that film.
0: Uh, a couple of months older than that film. <laughs>
1: me no I'm, I'm 32
0: almost how are you th- uh, moving on
1: well, right. how am I 32? <clears throat> well no i'm done
0: <laughs> uh where was i now da, 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 da. Oh, cut back to the hospital kate checks on mike uh, who's under attack by the tooth fairy a suicide attempt really how by the way if matilda uh caught him in his sleep how the fuck's he in the toilet how's in the bathroom how did he manage to get away from her grasp? Run to the toilet and hide in a one shower block.
1: Yeah, that doesn't make sense because that hallway was dark. Yeah, so... So she could have easily caught him. Mm.
0: Again, it's an nod to Street. So, mm-hmm. okay then. This director has no originality. Thoughts in his mind. Um, where was I now? A doctor wants to stick uh, Mike in a... Cent- uh, a- uh, sensory deprivation tank to force him to face his fears. That's a great idea there. Why don't you throw people who are afraid of spiders in a fucking black widow den for fuck's sake? I mean, yeah,
1: I was going to say I, oh. grew, I grew up with an intent of the dark that stayed around a lot longer than it bloody well should have done. And if you'd have shoved me in a sensory sin- deprivation tank I think it would have brought on a full-blown heart attack.
0: Yes, or a full on panic attack at least, yeah. I mean.
1: Yeah, exactly. I was like, hmm, doc- did that doctor even graduate from medical school? That? How's that going to help?
0: Yeah, it's a fucking joke. I mean, yeah. So, I well, it was on the next day, Ralph gets Kyle out of jail. He goes to buy more flashlights or torches. He also steals a gun. Where the fuck did he get the money to buy all these, all these flashlights and torches and such?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, ah, oh, dear God. Kyle then demands Ralph drive him to the hospital before sunset to save Mike. How did he know that Mike was in danger? Is he psychic all of a sudden?
1: No, she. He spoke to he spoke to um Kat just before they were arrested, and she had said they were going to do not what yeah it was, or was it Larry himself that told them they were going to just do no. like, deprivation, and he was like, wait, hey, they can't let like, put them in the dark.
0: Yeah, because it's not until Ralph is driving Kyle out of town, he tells Kyle well, Kate is going to put him in, a, in the the tank, and he goes ape shit and pulls a gun on him. So I'm going, how the fuck did you know he was in danger? Crying it oh, out.
1: Yeah, I, I just assumed watching that. I I I just assumed. Oh, um, he he's been told, but to be honest, I. I this movie frightened me so much I wasn't the winding slightly <laughs> I know whether it was right or not. Um but I just I just assumed they must have been told. That hmm. actually a big plot hole that they should have yeah. been back on and went well, we're doing all these pointless um if we need to add something in here.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So Ralph crashes his car once Kyle pulls the gun out on, on him and this car crash actually broke the stuntman's neck which I found out in Director's Commentary, that was fucking ridiculous. It was an unsafe set then. Not only is there fucking reshoots every 10 fucking minutes and there's fucking new pages for scripts, but uh, a stuntman gets injured. Really? Yeah. Jesus. So Ralph is killed by a tooth fairy and Kyle steals his wrecked car. How the fuck did that car start, by the way? It was completely wrapped around a fucking tree.
1: Yeah.
0: And it drives off perfectly fine.
1: Exactly. All he needs is a big, massive um, light to keep him safe. It's like, come mm. on.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a bloody joke. Uh, so in hospital, Mike is put in an MRR machine, MRA rather, machine, not a sensor deprivation tank. Who the fuck wrote this piece of shit? Can't have something my fucking sensor deprivation tank and a fucking MRR machine.
1: And yeah. Uh, I- do we think that he where their lack of budget come in and they thought we'll just use this MRI machine and uh, we'll make it all dark on the inside and it'll mimic uh, so, uh, I don't know because an enclosed tank. Bear in mind I, an, an MRI machine is opened at the other end as well.
0: Yes, exactly. Exactly. I don't think that it even knows what a bloody sensory deprivation tank is because he talks about how, oh, this is so great, this is idea. We've got this from the Exorcist. Really? Mm-hmm. So you've
1: Aren't sensory you deprivation tanks the things they're like they almost look like pods? Yes, so a, they, yeah, and one but open.
0: It's basically uh I don't know, but uh I don't know, nine foot uh paddling pool in essence. It's yeah. full of, of salted water and you just float atop it and you seal it up so there's nothing no no interactions at all. So it's just your mind. Yeah. So it came in. But i like to say, this director's this, this a fucking moron. He thinks that's a sensory deprivation tank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Uh, Kyle stops Mike from going into the dark last second. Then he's arrested because apparently there's a cut scene where he pulls out the gun and tries to shoot the fucking the doctor.
1: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Oh, my God. This movie's so fucking bad. Um, Movie but Apparently, yes, apparently it was cut because they wanted to have Kyle, quote, sympathetic hero. Oh, my God. This movie. Never was I? Da, da, da. So Mike is given knockout drugs, yet he doesn't fall asleep, doesn't act drowsy, and doesn't try to fight off the medication. So somebody watched No Nightmare and took notes. Mm. I was getting Dylan. Is that you from No
1: Nightmare? Mm.
0: <laughs> he doesn't even act drowsy. I'm going, you're injected with uh, knockout medication, whatever it was they gave him.
1: Yeah, and you could be... You should be unable to keep your eyes open yet the minute Kyle busts in, you're wide awake Yeah, and...
0: uh, it's a bloody joke. I was expecting uh, Freddy to go, Hey, kid, you're a white skinny cat! <laughs> you know, I mean... Jesus Christ. Mm. So now in jail, the kills the entire police force, Terminator style, after Kyle is stuck in the one lone jail cell. Um... Okay, then. Uh, I love the fact how the idiot cops shoot out all the lights, therefore they're picked off one at a time.
1: Yeah, and I like the fact how they, none of them listen. they like, he's kind of standing there screaming, you know, don't shoot the lights, She can't kill you. So, in light, and they like shooting all the lights.
0: Yeah. Shut up, shut up. I'm like, get a I'm fucking like, flashlight, you moron. Won't,
1: she won't see me if I'm in the dark. No, she will. Mm. I
0: love the fact that Officer... Matt shoots the Tooth Fairy right in the eye and smashes her her mask.
1: Yeah,
0: which is pretty cool. Although one of the cops fires at one of the lights, it hits a generator and it knocks out the lights for the entire town. So the entire town's electricity is in one
1: generator? police station
0: generator. Right, that was a loss went to happen. <laughs>
1: yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, yet the the Liftson Hotel, or the the hotel, the hospital still work how does that one work moving on one thing that got me what was the point of that basement scare in the file room
1: i think it was just the other opportunity for a cheap scare yeah
0: yeah so because
1: that really was pointless
0: because it goes, it goes absolutely nowhere um and whether I say i shot your dog
1: yeah he 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 because we're all meant to believe he's going to meet Matilda, and then it's like some dog, and he's like, going to tell whoever I killed the dog, I shot the dog.
0: Yeah, I'm going, then...
1: mm.
0: Mm-hmm. So was it, because I think it's Kyle that sets him down there to say, look up missing persons and missing children and all that such, and he goes down there, but all missing... the missing
1: The chief of police, who we find out is his dad, and he Kyle's shouting, take a flashlight, where you? i was like, well... You know, the station
0: in darkness anyway. I wouldn't be going without one. Yeah, well, that's true. That's right. But I'm pretty sure somebody's dropped... There's a drop line saying, go down to the basement and check out the missing persons files. But all the files are all, like, missing. So I'm going... So there's a cover-up in this town then? Is this Nightmare on Elm Street fucking Jason versus Freddy, for fuck's sake? I mean... Yeah. Oh, God. And what is it with movie torches are not working? I mean, they get a torch and it cocks out within seconds. I'm going, really? I mean...
1: I was oh. like, that's some really cheap battery
0: mm. even when they have the uh, the um gas uh, lanterns they go they're running out of 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 power uh you just fill that thing with
1: <laughs> gas yeah it's like oh come <sighs> on you just you've yeah. just filled that up
0: so yeah, so now free, Kyle runs to the hospital where, under a bed, Mike hides until Kate tries to get him out of it, saying Tooth Fairy's going to get Tooth fairy's gonna get me. She then attacks and Kate and Mike run for it, away from the piss-poor CGI flying fairy, which may be burst out laughing with hilarity. That fucking scene is ridiculous, That's you know.
1: A, that CGI is just awful.
0: Yeah, the CGI is shit, I mean...
1: Why did I didn't think to just get a stunt double in or something and put her on wire?
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. A, or even a fucking dummy and put on wire, just put her on Yeah, the a
1: dummy on wire would have even been a better effect as well. Mm. like
0: anything so,
1: would have been
0: better than that. Yeah, so they're running into a storeroom. Why is there a storeroom that's big enough to hold gurneys and... Uh, medical equipment and various other things. Isn't a storeroom just a small storeroom? But this thing's gigantic. It's like, what the fuck is a fucking TARDIS?
1: Yeah, I was, I was that's, I've never seen a storeroom that size
0: in my life. No, I've in hospitals and storerooms are not that big, so mm. bullshit to that one. Uh, by the way, where's the staff and the patients?
1: <laughs> On holiday.
0: <laughs> is this an odd to Halloween too? You know?
1: Yeah.
0: So there's a drop line? Oh no, don't worry, she won't attack the patients as long as they don't look at her. Why don't you warn the patients not to look at her then, you fucking idiot? Yeah. Mm.
1: how are they meant to remember?
0: Oh dear God. And this is where the movie goes off the rules for me. This ending is all sorts of fucked up. It's beyond dumb with old Tilly chasing after Mike, Kyle, Kate, the doctors and, and a couple of nurses, picking them off one by one, breaking the rules as they do. I was done by this point, you know.
1: <laughs> I was done by minute five. So you're good.
0: <laughs> mm. I mean, the fat old woman. She goes, "Oh, I'm bringing to the light." Boom, she's dead. <laughs> um, the the young nun, uh, nun nurse. Oh, I'm going to go into the darkness. She's dragged away and screaming. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my bloody god!" Then the other older nurse jumps and she's picked off and flying into the darkness. Mm. And the, I'm like, "I nah. wrote this shit." Oh, I know. Oh, and by the way, emergency lighting in a hospital lasts for 24 hours, not 35 fucking minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> so, anyway, outside, Officer Matt drives them to a lighthouse. Can we say the fog?
1: <laughs> well, I was thinking.
0: Mm. Uh, and during this uh, chase, Matilda chases the, the police car. Apparently, the actor that played the doctor... Uh, had his hearing blown out because he was next to that exploding glass. Oh, wow. And he was deaf in one ear for a couple of months. It's like, ooh, dear, oh dear. Yikes. So this is, again, a severely unsafe set. I
1: was going to say, there must have been a few lawsuits to come out of this
0: movie. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the lighthouse, Kyle and Officer Mike tried to get the generator to work, but matt is killed by off screen well how did he get killed by the way god knows yeah 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 there's a leak in the fuel line so kyle soaked his arm in it and used to kill the tooth fairy by setting his arm alight and punching her square in the face knocking her porcelain mask off which has teeth inside of it you know um Okay, so is that what the, all the teeth were for, to make the mask?
1: To make the mask, but then how would she have known she was going to need that mask mm. before the fire?
0: Yeah, and did you catch the one sole tooth that bounces on the floor? It's actually supposed to be his baby tooth from 12 yep. years
1: earlier. Yep, that you can tell is clearly an adult, Mola, but mm. y- yeah.
0: Yeah, and she explodes in whole light. Nick now she's dial. I'm expecting yeah. to, to go, No, and spin around to go, poof. <laughs> yeah. um oh yes yeah, so one little note here cheney Clegg or Clegg, was his fucking name actually burned his arm for real doing um
1: that, yeah doing
0: that. yeah yeah and Jeez. this is why he, he's patting his arm because he burned his arm quite badly actually yeah gee that's not good
1: at all actually
0: no 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 so is there anything you want to talk about this this ending
1: this ending god um no, I, I didn't like the ending. It was just terrible, though. Um, Can I say my thoughts? They're not very long. They're not as long as you're on the movie. Yeah,
0: yeah give us a second. I'll, I'll wrap us up then. I thought you were... Because one little thing I want to bring about the ending is that little boy annoyed the shit out of me, you know? Mm,
1: me one, minute,
0: one minute he's screaming, going, oh, my God, he's going to get me. Next minute he's all, I'll pull it and kill the bitch. Okay. And I'm pretty sure that towards the end, when... Emma Coffey's character falls off the, the sort of platform she was standing on. She was knocked out for a few seconds because yeah,
1: if you she looked like she went lifeless for a for a beat, didn't she?
0: Yeah, because if you notice it, Heath, the uh, the what's his name, Cheney Cheney guy, throws her off the balcony, sort of thing, and she lands dead drop and smacks her head, and he goes and grabs her by the, the head, and she's like, "What the why?" Yeah. She's... So I'm guessing she was knocked out for fucking real there.
1: Yeah, that that either that or that's some acting. But I I kind of looked at that and went, hold on a minute, that looked like she was, you know, not there for a time.
0: Yeah, she was a bit KO'd there.
1: Yeah. Uh, and
0: also, apparently, that CGI effect at the end was quite a lot of money. I'm going for what? Disco? Oh, <laughs> <ball? laughs> for fuck's sake! Anyway. <laughs> Credits roll on this piece of shit. So, for 11 was... minutes. Yes, for 11 bloody well minutes. That was Darkness Falls. A ridiculous, by numbers, dumber than a bag of fucking rocks. Horror movie that thinks it's smarter actually is. It doesn't even follow its own four simple fucking rules. Too many noise to other movies, not an original thought in this director's fucking mind, and hasn't had a clue how to make a fucking scary movie. So, what do you see?
1: Mm, definitely.
0: So what did you say about the, the movie then?
1: Right, so I have to admit, I do like the attempts they made at giving an origin story, albeit a brief one and ridiculous one, to, you know, an entity that we all, no matter what part of the world, we all have grew up with a version of the Tooth series, no matter what name you know it by. Mm-hmm. So I like the brief origin story of that and then try to demonise it, but it just fell flat and it's mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know what I'm like, through horror movies, we've sat through enough. I jump at everything. I, I fall for every jump scare. I fidget. I look away. I start playing with my phone. I even go up and go to the bathroom whether I need to or not, just anything, not to look at the screen. So for me, I found this movie terrifying I was com- completely by about minute 10, I was for turning it off and just going, Yeah, what at all. Um, <laughs> so I it just felt like from minute five when Emily Browning appeared at his window, which got me as well, that stupid jump scare got me as well. From then on, it just kind of speeded up and it didn't let up at all it just didn't, every time I thought right, I can get my breath back it, something else happened to frighten eleven daylight out me, by the end by about not even the hour mark I was watching this movie on what I call pop play, so you watch it and then if something back going to happen you pause it for a bit and then kind of <laughs> tap pop play for the rest of that bit okay. until that part over and see after her wailing I mean, I, I had read it was the moanings of a a woman, but the source I read didn't say she was dying for that kind of crap, mm. mm. that they, they used that button to that wailing, that wailing scared the shit out of me, no matter how, 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 how soft or loud it was, every time it happened, I was like, no, oh, no, 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 just no. Um, and by the end, because I was watching the with headphones on, and um, on my laptop, because my my mother doesn't like horror movie. She can't even listen to one in another room. It's <laughs> and by the end, I was like fuck it. She's gonna have to live with it and put my headphones out. I couldn't have it so close to me. But okay. Okay. I I think the the one the one thing sorry I'm just this last little point and I'm done. The one thing I think that they kind of good with that movie, almost if you can call it that, is that all the death happen in relative darkness. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know something horrific is going on, but it kind of takes your head and you, your eye a minute to see what's happening. And then by the time it focuses on it, it just, it's done. And you go, did I just see? And like I said before, I wasn't going to rewind to find out. So, you know.
0: once okay. okay. yeah. One thing me, but. Um, the director's commentary says, "Oh, I make a smarter horror film. I don't rely on jump scares. You fucking liar! You had at least six jump scares. What was the point where Caitlin's at the hospital and a cat jumps on her or a car? What was that? If it wasn't a jump scare, you know?" Yeah. Or I mean, been... jump scares and loud music—that's what this
1: movie relies
0: on. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, and what was the little girl? What was her name? Uh, young Caitlin. what was was she doing crawling along the fucking windowsill and she goes boo I'm going you fucking little bitch oh Uh, my god Um, anyway I'm going to score this one out of five one being shit and five being great I'm going to give this thing a one because it is beyond fucking lame so what do you give
1: it I'm giving it a one because I think I'm sleeping with my light on for the foreseeable future
0: (laughs) so you think this is crap and all then
1: I do, it's crap, and it scared the shit out of me as well, in part, so, yep.
0: Okay, okay. I mean, this could have been so much better. I mean, Halloween, back in 78, was done for a fraction of this budget, $300,000, mm. and that is one of the most infamously scary movies ever. Um, I think,
1: see if they've gotten a, a director with more experience for a plot like this. Mm-hmm. They could we could have been doing a review on this just now going, It was great, watch it, I'm gonna watch it again, not sitting here going to fucking crap.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Think about it, but John Comter had made two movies after leaving film school, Dark Star and Assault Pretty 13 and then he did Halloween. So his third film is his Mona Lisa, you know? Mm. But this guy's a fucking hack. He makes a couple of student films and makes this piece of shit. And kills the the good named the turtles and fucks up various other movies. So I'm like, no but you're a terrible fucking director. So
1: Yeah. Doesn't matter what school you go to, you're terrible.
0: Yeah. 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 Anyway, so thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Two Geeks Pod, and follow us on Instagram at Two Geeks Talk Movies. Follow me on Twitter at Here's a Pod. And you can follow Joe at
1: Two geeksjoanne I almost forgot my own Twitter handle that I, <laughs> I poured for a minute and it could film the color drain and went Yeah
0: <laughs> Anyway, our next podcast is Joanne's pick and she is picking. So what did you pick?
1: I I um, I think I'm gonna do the myth.
0: And the mist. And okay yep. then.
1: The, the one I mentioned to you earlier, you couldn't find online and I can't burn D V D to send you a copy of it.
0: Um, that's sad. So the mist is then the Stephen King yes. not rip off of the fog.
1: <laughs> no, absolutely.
0: <laughs> yes, a total mm. original idea by Stephen King. Um what was it Alien Invasion and in the Mist or something like that? So mm, it is, it's okay. like aliens and
1: the mist, and we never actually find out what what they look like.
0: No, that's true. That's very true.
1: Mm.
0: So that'll be next podcast. So don't forget to as i says like share comment and subscribe also give us a five star rating whatever the hell you've heard this thing a uh, bye,
1: bye.